Guys and Beyond. Here are your hosts, Jeff and Mike. Hey everybody, welcome to Buckeyes and Beyond episode 6 on Sunday, February 2nd, 2020. And we'll be covering a few different topics today. We will, uh, sorry for that pad drop. <laughs> Still trying to get better at this. Uh, so yeah, we're going to like go over, kind of like recap the season and for 2019. We'll hit maybe a recruiting tidbit, um, NFL Buckeye stuff coming up because it's Super Bowl Sunday today. Then we'll touch on some Buckeye basketball to uh, end the show. So we might go an hour. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, thanks for listening. And, uh, again, I'm Jeff, and this is Mike. What's up, guys? How's it going? So, yeah, we'll be uh, just two two regular fans in Columbus, Ohio. Been watching all our lives, and we decided, yeah, let's, let's try a podcast. Why not? So I uh, hope you like it. Subscribe, review, follow us on Twitter at Beyond Buckeyes. And uh, yeah, just keep uh, hanging in there with us. We're hoping to uh, get this thing rolling, get get better. I think today we got some better audio. Just trying to work out the kinks here. Um, just a couple of amateur schmoes. Yeah. Trying to work out the uh, not work out the kinks, figure this podcast thing out. So we, I know we got some better audio today. Um, probably the best audio yet that we've had. So. Yeah, the so the goal is to really work out all these kinks and and really get this to be as like a smooth operation by the time you know football season starts. So yeah. that uh, you know, so that when the season starts, we can really just get this thing rolling. So yeah, we had the most listeners right after the Fiesta Bowl against right. Clemson. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I imagine once the season rolls around, we'll probably we'll probably get um, a lot of listeners. So, yeah, uh, between podcasts and YouTube and all that. So yeah, it's just we're up to like thirty some followers on Twitter. Yeah, we got thirty two, but we need those followers to listen. Yeah, we need to them to actually listen. So, <laughs> um, if you do, thanks for listening, and if you follow us, thank you for following us. Um, you know, we we put out stuff probably every other day or something. You know, just yeah. little stories that we see or just yeah. little things that we have to that we happen to you know think about when it comes to the football Buckeyes. Yeah, we see some. We'll retweet it, give yeah. our little little comment with it. So, so yeah, so um, so yeah, we, we want to touch on first. We want to try and do like the well, let's do the Super Bowl stuff first. Okay, just kind of that's fine. Uh, we've got two Buckeyes in the Super Bowl. Um, Darren Lee for the Chiefs and Joe or Joey and Nick Bosa for <laughs> yeah. the 49ers and uh, uh, Nick Bosa won defensive, defensive rookie of the year. Yeah, he won defensive rookie of, of the year, which not really a shock. I mean, he had such a great year. So no, there were, were there. I'm trying to think off the top of my head, totally off the top of my head, how many. Strong candidates, other candidates I, that were for defensive I, rookie of the year. The defensive one, I, I can't really think. I'm like you, off the top of my head, of anyone else who had a really worthy season to even, you know, give him a run for his money. So yeah, um, um, trying to think, it was like a, maybe a yeah. Anyway. I, no, I mean, I, I can't really think. <laughs> we're gonna run into some you know dead air if you sit here and try and think about yeah, it. So yeah, yeah. I'm not even gonna bother googling it. Yeah. All right, so uh, Michael Thomas won Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah, not a big shock. I mean, he had such a great season. Um, I mean, I don't remember what his actual final numbers were, but, I mean, it was just insane the number of 
touchdowns that he had, the yards. It's it's and uh, you know to sort of uh, he. Michael Thomas wasn't even used as well as he could have been while he was here. It is ridiculous how, you know, underused he was. Yeah, it was kind of like, um, I mean, I've, it's been that way for a while. Where, yeah. um, sorry, I'm fighting off a sneeze. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> where we've had such a good core of receivers that kind of spread it around yeah. fairly evenly. So when a guy busts out, we saw that with Terry McLaurin. Right, yeah. Apparently, Terry McLaurin is an untapped receiver. He could have caught a little, lot more balls than, than he was getting at Ohio State. But. Yeah, and I think he was close to Offensive Rookie of the Year. Kyler Murray won it, but mm-hmm. I think he may have been second in the running. Or mm-hmm. I don't even know if they have an, I don't know if they if, even have the Yeah, but voting. if it wasn't for Murray, I think he probably could have actually won it. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they ever released the... Uh, like how many votes everyone got? I don't know. Sort of I've, yeah. I've never even bothered to look at that. Yeah. They're more bigger on that in baseball than they are. Yeah, football. Um, Super Bowl. I saw something here. It's kind of somewhat interesting. Uh, so there's 17 Big Ten players in the Super Bowl. Nice. And okay. 17 SEC. Yeah. And then there's a drop after that. Like Pat. Well, Pac-12 has like 13. Wow. I didn't and, think there was uh, that many. Yeah. Big 12 only like six. Yeah. Yeah, Big 12. That's not a yeah. surprise that they don't have any players in the yeah, NFL. Yeah. Um, wow, Big 10. All right, man. Yeah, in the Super Bowl. So. Good, good yeah. for the conference. Yeah. yeah so. um, and uh, if there are uh, just a small little transition, if there are any Browns fans who actually listen, the Browns' new defensive coordinator is actually on the staff for San Francisco right now. His name is Joe Woods. They're just waiting for him to finish the game so that oh, they can yeah. you know, officially – Bring him in as the new DC. I, I, I believe he's their secondary coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Yeah, and he's been doing it for quite a while. Yeah, he's been yeah he's he's been there for some time. In fact, I read um, Shanahan has been trying to actually get him to to you know uh, stay because they don't want him to oh, they don't really want him to go because they know Salah's probably like barking you know any time. Salah's probably going to be gone. I would guess after this next season, he would he will probably get a job. He was close. I, in fact, I think. If the Vikings would have actually won that game against San Francisco, Sala probably would have he probably would have actually gotten a job. I think it probably came down to him and you know and Stefanski and whoever was going to win that game. They were just they were going to hire the other one. So maybe Sala's the next Detroit Lions coach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of on, that's kind of teetering on termination. Yeah, yeah. that's ugh. yeah. So. Uh, so we, you want to hit the this little the tiny bit of recruiting? News? Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there was a kid out of um, Cleveland area. I think it's technically it's Streetsboro mm-hmm. yeah, High Streets, School. Streetsboro High School up in Cleveland. Yeah, and uh, his name is Michael Hall. He's a defensive tackle slash maybe edge, but who knows what they'll actually groom him. Yeah, he's probably. I think he probably transitions to more of a tackle than he does the edge. Plus, because they're so deep at the edge rusher right now, I don't think that they would really try to, you know, uh, force him in into that. Um, I, I believe he's the ninth-rated player in the state of Ohio. Um, you know, so he's a good, uh, he's really good football player. Um, wasn't wasn't super highly recruited. Um, he was more of a more of a, a regional recruit than a mm-hmm. uh, than a, a national one. So he mm-hmm. had offers from you know the Big Ten, a couple um, ACC schools. So I mean, it it you know he's not 
he isn't getting a whole lot of press, but he's really underrated. He's a really good football player. So yeah, I don't know if that has anything to do with like how how wide he's recruited. See, seeing he's a twenty twenty one, I don't know if that slowly trickles yeah. out because he because I mean after he plays next season, maybe the more he could actually turn yeah. into like a five star kid. So yeah, yeah. So he still has yeah one more year left, and if you ever see a picture of him, yeah, he's he's a monster. <laughs> it's <laughs> funny that he still has one more year. Yeah, I know. High it's kind of. It's really kind of scary yeah. whenever you think about it. He's, yeah. he's a big kid. Yeah, he almost looks like he's ready now to step in, mm-hmm. pre enroll enroll early. Yeah, <laughs> seventeen. Yeah. So. Um, in fact, I think the Buckeyes have the number one recruiting class for twenty twenty one. They're, I mean, they're just killing it right now. So mm-hmm. they've got a lot of good names there on that list. So yeah. Um, so yeah. So Ohio State football season in twenty nineteen. We'll go over it game by game, just like because we got a lot of time before the next season. Yeah. So we'll kind of talk about the season in order of games. Yeah. We're, I guess that would probably get us to draft stuff. Yeah, that would probably get us in into the draft slash yeah. you know spring game yeah. stuff like that, which is kind of what we were wanting to do was because there isn't a lot that happens from now until the draft or from now until the spring game. Just want to try to find something that we could actually talk about. So yeah. if we go. You know, each week, game by game of the last. I mean, I don't know if we should really even cover the the Fiesta Bowl because we already did that. In, you know, in the first one, but the first, but the first eleven weeks that should probably take us up to the draft stuff. So, yeah, yeah. So, uh, high state season started off um, in twenty nineteen. It started off with uh, Lane Kiffin's Florida Atlantic Owls. Lane train came into town. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, so that game, I don't, I don't know if I mean. I think I said everybody thought it would be a blowout, <clears throat> but I, I just always thought that it was really interesting because nobody knew what Justin Fields was or mm-hmm. what kind of player he was actually going to be. So this was sort of our first glimpse at to what we all thought was going to be a great quarterback, and we were really excited to see what he was going to do. And um, he didn't, you know, he did not disappoint. So yeah, yeah, um, I think. And I think Florida Atlantic had some questions. I guess everybody just kind of figured out, you know, because because I mean that when Lane Kiffin took over, they were they were kind of in the dumps. Oh yeah, that, so yeah. he was still doing his turnaround thing mm-hmm. there. And they they what they finish this year like eight and four. They finished season? pretty decently. They went to a I don't know if it was a decent bowl game, but they went to a I believe it was eight and four. It might have even been nine and three. Yeah, let me see. Uh, football. They won their conference. I do know that. Yeah, so. yeah, because I knew they won the conference. Um, they uh, actually eleven and three on the season. I guess wow. that's counting their uh, their uh, conference USA championship game okay. and then the bowl. Okay. So, wow. So uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah the, so so they were. I mean, they were a pretty good team. Um, you know, all things. Considered, I mean, you know, yeah. you know, they clearly couldn't, you know, compete with us. But I mean, they for, lost their first two against us and UCF. Okay, UCF handed it to them. Wow, um, that was UCF the, was they sort of took a big step back too. I, I think this year, yeah, they were uh, not the same team that they had been for the last couple of years. And then, uh, then they lost to Marshall in the mid in the October. Okay, uh, by five. Okay, so, uh, yeah, pretty good season. No. No games that they were like ashamed to lose. You know, no, I mean they lost games yeah. that they probably should have lost. Yeah, 
Um, so, so yeah, Florida Atlantic, Ohio State. Uh, the game started off with Ohio State just taking it to them. Yeah, I mean they jumped out to what a twenty-eight nothing lead. Twenty-eight nothing with six fifty left in the first quarter. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I, in fact, I think our first score was the was the the long run by Fields. Yeah, the little read option left, and he found a hole that you could drive a truck through. And <laughs> yeah. Went like, what, 60-some yards, I think, yeah, for the touchdown? Uh, 51 yards. Okay, sorry. 51-yard uh, scamper. Yeah. <laughs> scamper. Where is this scamper? Yeah. yeah. It's like an old... That is a really old-school term from whenever... From you and I growing up, that yeah. was what they used to say, that he's, he scampered 60 yards for a touchdown. <laughs> Who says that in their like daily life? <laughs> I'm gonna go scamper to the grocery store. <laughs> Honey, I will be right back. I'm gonna scamper off and go do my podcast. So yeah. Yeah. scamper. <laughs> um, so yeah, there were some other plays. There was a lot of there was a lot of run. Uh, these a lot of run to set up play action in this game. Yeah, which would like to have seen that, you know, uh, throughout the. Season, which you did to a certain to a certain extent, but they sort of just sort of put the season on you know a Dobbins for the most part, which is not bad. So yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it was forty-seven rushes to twenty-six passes in this game. Yeah, a lot of play action. Uh, it's got the tight ends involved a lot in this game. Yeah, I think record had two scores. Yeah, two scores. Yeah. Um, they even had uh, Benjamin Victor had a nice. Wide open, thirty-two yeah. yard catch. Olave, a twenty-nine yard catch. Another open, middle of the field, middle of the field in this game. It was, I mean, it was there for the taking. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you could, you, you could have set up shop and done anything that you wanted in the middle of, of the field in this game. It was, it was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and, and I think when we were looking at some of the highlights, they were in cover two for most of the game, I, I think. They went to cover three a little bit, but for mm-hmm. the most part, they stayed in cover two. And and, the, and their safeties just really didn't do a very good job of you know playing the middle of that field. Well, yeah, I mean, they would just uh, get caught staring at underneath routes. Mm-hmm. And, and then uh, they weren't, as they say, deeper than the deepest. Right, uh, yeah. <laughs> of the guy running the receiver running the deeper route, they weren't. Uh, they were just kept staring in front of him, just biting there, <laughs> frozen. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, yeah. It's uh, Fields had 12, 12 carries. Uh, the thing with that is, um, I think that was like the first time. It's like okay, we see kind of we're starting to get a taste of how they're gonna. Um, are they going to treat him like JT Barrett? Right. It's like it's like are we going to be running this guy too much? Yeah, and we don't really have much of a backup quarterback situation going on. It was getting it make it would make fans nervous. I know I was nervous. Yeah, I was I was curious of the same thing. Uh, I do I remember watching that game and his his fifty one yard score I believe was the first if not one of the first plays from scrimmage and I remember thinking, boy, this guy is being touted as a great you know, passer, are we going to turn him into a runner? And I was a little bit, you know, just like you, I, I was a little bit scared. Like, that's not the way that you want to play this, this, you know, this kid. And it turned out that, you know, that's not, you know, that's not, that's not what we did. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, I could kind of see, let's see. I mean, I want to go to, let's see. I want to go to the schedule for, well, let me see. Let me go back. Cause I think the Penn state game, 
He had a lot of rushes like, there, yeah. Yeah, and that was like, yeah, it was making me nervous in that game because I think it was Penn State. I could probably pick out some other ones where it was like, man, he's yeah. running the ball a lot. The and Penn State game was 21 carries. Yeah, the Penn State yeah. game was. Well, that was a weather game. Yeah, though, it, it so. was. It was a tough game to play. I, I think that was a whiteout too. I mean, so it, it's just it's it a tough here. That was here. This year's Penn State game. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, it yeah. was. Okay, I'm sorry. It was I'm the sorry. One game I went to this. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it, it was a nasty game because yeah, that's right. That there was there was a there was a whole lot of rain going on that that day. So yeah. yeah. So we look at the Wisconsin game. Yeah, was that um, clicked on the wrong damn link? But I think that one was. Um, let's see, that one was Fields thirteen carries. Probably yeah. a lot more around. Look, he had a TD in that. Oh, he had twenty-one yard TD. So yeah, he didn't, yeah he, he carried a lot, but like he had twenty, he had twenty-eight yards carrying, and twenty-one was on one run. But so, I, you know, I don't know how many of those runs in, in those games were actually um, designed runs, as yeah, opposed to true. you know scrambling to just try and pick up some yards. Yeah, because um, I I don't think that we ran a whole lot of actual designed runs for him. Um, I I think. Um, Think. Go to this was got? post knee brace. Yeah, he had twelve carries for a yard. And, oh, but yeah, like what's really designed against Wisconsin in the Big Ten championship? Okay, so I don't. I don't I'm just. I'm just trying to like. Yeah, what, I don't think at it, what it point was ever they, planned. Yeah, to really turn him into an actual runner. I think you know Ryan Day knew that he had a really good passer on his hands, and he didn't want to. You know he. He really didn't want to risk him getting hurt by you know running all those times the way that the way that they did with JT Barrett. So yeah, against Michigan State, for example, they won thirty-four to ten, and he ran eleven times. So another game where he's like eleven, twelve. Yeah, it's like just enough to keep him honest. Mm-hmm. But but in twenty-five passes to a total of forty-nine runs. But but uh. Yeah, and he was what eighteen of twenty five in that game, because the extra pass was thrown by uh, Chug. I, so oh, uh, against which oh, who which one? FAU. Oh, oh, FAU. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was eighteen of twenty five for two hundred thirty four yards. So yeah, he had a good game and nice solid debut for him. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Fourth quarter, it was the final score was forty five twenty one. But fourth quarter, they got a lot more second team, team third team, and yeah. FAU got a couple of touchdowns they there got a in the fourth of late quarter. Scores, yeah, yeah, they scored. They outscored us in the fourth quarter. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it was like thirty-five-six going into the fourth, and uh, I don't know if they got another one early in the fourth, and then just they. So we had a couple turnovers really early in the game too that yeah. they didn't score off of. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. was really impressed by the D. I mean that mm-hmm. you know that. That um, they really stood stood tall on a couple of those because we gave them the ball I think a couple times on their side of the fifty so or mm-hmm. yeah so um, or I'm sorry our side of the fifty so um, yeah you know, uh, one guy to look for in the NFL he, I think he's in the top three for tight ends oh he's yeah FAU's Harrison Bryant I believe he won the what do they call the tight end award? The Mackey? Yeah. Yeah, I think oh, yeah, he, he actually did. won that. I think he did, yeah. yeah. 65 catches for 1,000. Yeah. Seven touchdowns. It's pretty good at FAU. Yeah, he's actually, I think, he's 
if I remember right, he's projected as a, like a second round pick. So second round. Yeah, I yeah. believe that's where he's actually. I've seen a couple mock drafts that have him going it in the second round. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, they, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's hard to tell with tight ends. Sure. Yeah. There's so much depth at like wide receiver this year. Yeah. It's like, I mean, the way you know, and, and really, tight end is not necessarily a big position that some teams say we have to have one in this draft. It just sort of gets mm-hmm. to be like a throw-in spot where okay, we'll, we'll just go ahead and take this guy because he's there. But most teams don't don't really look like we need a tight end. It's just it's just the way that. Uh, just the way that it goes nowadays. Yeah, I don't know what his uh, deal was. Before the season, I see one profile that says he's more of a receiver than a blocker. And he's not. We've got a lot of really great blocking skill. But um, but that was back in September. So Yeah, I think maybe, he showed that he could do. That yeah. I think he showed he's a all-around guy, too, that he can run. Or I'm sorry that you know he can catch and block too. So yeah, but he is definitely more of a you know a catcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know he's not really a you know a quote blocking tight end. Yeah, he's like six five two forty. I mean, which is kind of like George Kittle size. Sure. Yeah. So I mean, George Kittle doesn't look like a beefy. No. But he blocks really well. Yeah. So they always like he's not an elite blocker due to his size. I'm like well. Yeah, but most tight ends aren't actually elite blockers. I mean, if yeah. you it, I mean, if you find one that is, then you found a diamond in the rough because most of them aren't really elite blockers. They, mm-hmm. they just aren't. Yeah. So, especially this day and age. Yeah. So. It's just it's just not it's just not it's not a big deal, so. Yeah. Um so yeah, do you want to see what what do you want to do next? Just go to Buckeye basketball? Yeah, sure. I mean, we can go there cuz we could spend a little bit of time on this giant, you know, collapse that, that it's hard that to call had. it a collapse cuz i mean if they're, what they're now they won yesterday yeah so we're 14 and 7 we just had a really bad stretch there where it was just kind of puzzling uh it really couldn't put your finger on exactly one thing um i think it's more frustrating because of the start yeah 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 that they had they started out what 11 and 0 or something like that or um, close to it say 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9, 10, wait, 9. 9-0? Okay. Nine, nine. They lost to Minnesota on the road. Okay. They came back and won a cupcake game in, uh, at home, and then they beat Kentucky at Kentucky. Yeah. that That's what was really frustrating is that they, they, I mean, they had some really quality wins in that stretch of games there, man. I mean, they beat, uh, they beat Kentucky. They beat, um, who else did they beat that was really good? The, the Villanova. Game. Yeah, that's right. That was yeah, the best win. Yeah, they beat Probably. Villanova by what twenty four or twenty five points. Um, twenty five. Yeah, they Ooh, beat no. Villanova by twenty five points. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, they. So I mean, they came out just firing on all cylinders, and they looked like they were a for sure Final Four team. And now it's just to the point to where we're going to be lucky to be a ten seed. <laughs> you know? So yeah, Villanova's uh, number eight in the country. Yeah. They're seventeen and four, <laughs> standing yeah. like a little bit better shape. Yeah, but they probably don't play in as good of a conference. No, no. So I mean, that has something to do with it. We're kind of the Big Ten's kind of cannibalizing itself. It really is, yeah. Because I mean, if I, you uh, see, who's on top? Illinois at okay. sixteen and five. I mean, the yeah, the so. five losses for the 
for the top team. Top team, yeah. Um, which like Illinois coming coming back. They haven't seemed like they haven't had anybody any good like just consistent solid teams since Self left. Bill Self. Yeah, I mean the last great player that they had that I can think of is probably Chris Paul. Wait, no. He was at Wake Forest. Oh, that's right. Chris. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Who am I thinking of? Not Chris Paul. I don't know why I said Chris um, Paul. Chris Paul played at Wake Forest, yes. What the um, am I thinking? Um, didn't they have a really solid point guard that played within the last five or six years? Lutherhead. No, not Lutherhead. <laughs> uh, what the hell am I thinking of? <laughs> oh, I want to say... Uh, Who's a, or let's see, they had the center kid. Uh, what's the one kid? Uh, oh, the big tall kid who yeah. was annoying because he could actually shoot the three, too. Yeah. Uh, or are you talking about Darren Williams? Darren Williams. Darren Williams. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Myers Leonard. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, Myers Leonard is yeah. the is the big tall kid who, who who can actually shoot threes, too. Yeah, yeah. He was annoying. I don't know why I said Chris Paul. I just meant it's about to be a <laughs> moron. Everyone knows that Chris Paul went to Wake Forest. That was stupid. But, yeah. <laughs> Darren Williams, sorry, that's uh-huh. it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we got Illinois, the top Michigan State, right behind them, eight and three conference record, sixteen and six um, overall. Maryland, seven and three, uh, seventeen and four overall. Rutgers, amazingly, has a solid major sports <laughs> program. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Seven and four, 16 and six overall. Wow. Who's, who's Rutgers? Um, I don't even know who their coach is. Let's check it out. Let's see. Rutgers. Oh, crap. Rutgers. <laughs> Rutgers, Rutgers, Rutgers. Wow. Steve Pickiel? I don't know who that is. I've never, I don't know. The um, last coach that I remember that they had was actually uh, uh, Mike Rice, and he. And he was fired for all that stuff that he was doing there. So but that was the last. Yeah, that's that I right. Called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Rice, he, his like scandal, abuse scandal in the program was so big that Saturday Night Live did a yeah. skit. Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> I, it was like yeah, a, yeah. They kind of. Uh, I've seen that. That's actually really funny. Kind of parodied thing. Yeah. Uh, who was uh, Bill Hader? Was uh, Jeremy Shap in that whole oh, thing? Was it? Yeah. yeah. And then at the end, she actually hits him with the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah, hits him yeah. with the basketball. It's a pretty good skit. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it's really good. funny. Um, I was watching Saturday Night Live clips from last night. I couldn't. JJ Watt. I didn't want to watch because I can't imagine that he was good. He was actually decent. Are you serious? He was actually decent. The one that they shouldn't have been embarrassed about was the opening uh, political one. So really? It was that was it was bad. It's like everything else is pretty solid. I'll have to watch it. Yeah, I actually pretty good. I didn't want to I watch him because be yeah, I thought it was gonna be bad. Like there's no way because I I just I would cringe if I just seen seen him just just doing such a horrible job. But no, yeah, he was okay. actually decent. Oh, I was good. surprised. I was like, I'll have to yeah, watch him then and see. I didn't stay up. I watched on YouTube. Yeah, that's what we do. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's actually how I watch it now. Yeah. I don't <laughs> I don't freaking stay up until one o'clock to watch it. Yeah. Um, so Rutgers has a. Yeah, there's something man. Sixteen. It's funny. I saw huh? I saw Joe Lenardi. I heard that Joe Lenardi, the bracketology right. guy on ESPN. Yeah. He's predicting the Big Ten to get twelve teams in. That would be ridiculous if we got twelve teams in the tournament. But the way it looks right now, I mean you got at the bottom of the the conference, you got overall thirteen and eight. Well, not the bottom, but you have Nebraska and Northwestern who are out. Yeah. They're out. Like they don't have to stand a chance to get in the tournament. But right above them is Michigan at thirteen and eight. I mean, wow. they're sitting at 
was like I guess it's twelfth. Yeah. I mean they're thirteen and eight. They've slid a little bit. Um, yeah. They've I, won two in a row now. They kind of they slid. They were eleven and eight. And they, yeah. They won two in a row. High State's won two in a row. I mean, yeah. Um, I, I guess that makes sense. I mean, um, we really could get twelve teams in. Minnesota, who beat us, um, is eleven and ten overall. So they're kind of more bubble. Yeah. They're they're pretty bubble. I mean, high. I mean. High State's less bubble, but they're four and six in the conference. Um, and tw- Purdue's bubble, they got some. So they got some bubble teams. Purdue's twelve and ten, so you, you can't flirt with five hundred. Yeah, no. I, you got to wonder though if it comes down to a couple bubble teams, would Purdue and Michigan get in just based off of their name too? So I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean that actually could mm-hmm. happen. I mean, if it comes down to them and some team that really doesn't make the the tournament that often, they were probably going to let them in. Yeah, Purdue has Purdue has teams. Let's see, they they whooped uh, the Spartans. Yeah, by twenty nine. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I have a new dog, and the dog is trying to get me to play with oh, it. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to get rid of the ball so yeah, that he'll yeah, go over yeah. and play with it. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying to come by, and uh, he won't. This apparently, is his scheduled playtime. I didn't know that. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, he's uh, so so yeah. Purdue, Purdue. Let's see. They lost. They had a bad loss. They lost at Nebraska. Oh yeah, that's. But then but that yeah. could that could actually keep them out of the tournament. Yeah, so, that loss. But then they lost. But then they beat Sparty by thirty. I that's mean, such a that's that such an odd yeah <laughs> to lose at Nebraska and then to beat Sparty by thirty. That's just uh, yeah. I mean, the rest of their losses, wins and losses, are kind of like justifiable. Like they should. You're not surprised that they lost that one game. Uh, their losses are kind of like, but yeah, you have that kind of that um, back and forth, that inconsistency. Like right. That. Um, they played Florida State tough. They only lost by three, and Florida State's number five in the country. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I mean, they're actually a really good team. Mm-hmm. Florida so State played them is. tough, but then lose to Nebraska. So yeah, it's <laughs> they so seem hard. like they're much better at home, much better at home than away. So Purdue is a really tough place to play too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. What do I have that right? Yeah, <laughs> they're away two and six. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ohio State's similar. They're eleven and two at home, two and four away. Yeah, there's been so many things that you could actually point to for the Buckeyes um, because it hasn't been one thing that has really caused this streak of games that they've lost. It's been a combination of a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Um, You could look at, should we talk about Dwayne Washington and Luther Muhammad, how we like them as players, but I think they're not playing the game that they should be playing they're more slasher mid-range guys, and yeah, they're yeah. shooting way too many threes. Yeah, I mean, just uh, it's kind of like the way it's been going. So the, both those guys were suspended one game. Yeah, um, I don't even remember which game it was. I, but I think it was either. Nebraska. Could have yes, it was Nebraska. Yes. That's it was a game was. I knew it was like against a lesser opponent, right? But which was probably done on purpose. Well, yeah, but but it was just the timing and um, yeah. And then uh, it was right after the four-game losing streak. So, so yeah. So, like, this last game, 
So let's just look at the last game. Uh, you talking about yesterday's game? Yeah, yesterday's game. Okay. I think it was uh, Washington. He again went like um, he went like one of nine for for like you know one of nine overall. You know, it's like yeah, if, what, zero five for three. It's like yeah, something dismal like that. And that's kind of been what he's been doing lately. Yeah, more than half his shots are for three. Yeah, and he actually started off really strong from uh, from from three point range, but it's just he's he's not a real consistent three point shooter. He's very streaky. Mm-hmm. So, and you you can't really live off that. So, yeah, yeah. Let me see if I can find that real quick. Um, yeah, uh, here it is, right here. Yeah. So yeah, box score. Um, yeah, yeah. So he he was off the bench. Um, Muhammad wasn't any much better. He was like two of eight over. Yeah, Man. one of five for three. It's like yeah. you're shooting like they're shooting way too many threes. Yeah, those guys are. Um, they are such great mid range players. I'm not sure why they insist on stepping back and shooting threes. If because they're they're so good at the mid range that they could they can also drive so well too because if you know that 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 mid-range shot is going to force guys out there to you to where you can just you know fake and just drive or you know you know fake and dish or i mean there are so many more options as opposed to just standing back there waiting for the ball and then just chucking up threes yeah sooner and later sooner than later they're going to start um just letting those guys they're not even going to contest them that hard. No, they're just, just going to leave. Gonna, they're going to leave them there. Yeah, they're so thirsty for the three. It's like they they combine one of ten, oh, and and three of seventeen yeah. overall in, in forty seven minutes combined. Um, like two wing players who just want to stay out and, behind and, the three point line. Like. And I, I am not opposed to them shooting threes. I'm I am opposed to them doing it as often as they do. Um, I mean, I think if they could limit themselves to two or three three-point shots per game, that's fine, you know. But you have to go inside the arc and play that short mid-range game, especially those guys, because that is what they are. The game prior against Northwestern at Northwestern, they combined for five of eighteen from the field, uh, three of ten, so slightly better from three, but still, yeah, overall like very poor. Shooting, yeah, really poor shooting. Three of, or I'm sorry, five of eighteen. Yeah, yikes. Yeah, I, I just, I, I don't understand why they insist on doing that. It's so frustrating, especially because Wesson can, you know, when you play that that short mid range pick and roll game with him, it, I mean, you, they could be so good in that whole game inside of the arc, but they, I mean. I, I don't know why they don't do that. It's because between those guys and Wesson, that that really could be their their whole their their whole game plan, and mm. they just choose to not do that. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, against the Gophers, Washington wasn't so bad. It was like three games ago, it wasn't so bad. But five to twelve, two to six from three for twelve points. Oh, it was not great, but Muhammad. He looked like he went gun shy. He was one of four from the field in 23 minutes. He started. Um, it was another game. Oh, that was the game 
this was embarrassing. So like they they had a home game against Minnesota and Wesson was one for ten. Caleb Wesson one for ten. O of zero for three from three. Which I I don't know why he, he did hit the boards hard. Threes. Fourteen points, fourteen rebounds, but he only had, he finished the game with two points against Minnesota and they lost by three. <laughs> like what in the hell? Oh my gosh. That's like, awful. I, I don't get that at all. No. And it's not like he uh, was in foul trouble. He had, he had two fouls in the whole game, 32 minutes. It's like, yeah, like what the hell are you doing? Like, I don't know, he's t- sometimes he turns into too much of a finesse player. Yeah, what, which has been your – that's been your problem all season with him is that he is – he's he's built to – I mean, I think because he lost all that weight – before this year, he's tried to actually do that, but he can still be a physical presence down there, even mm-hmm. with all that weight that he's lost. So yeah, I mean it's yeah. There's no reason that he should he should be a 25 and 10 guy. Absolutely, yeah. There's no reason why why there's no reason why he can't do that every single game. Yeah, I don't I don't know who needs to get a hold of him, and get him in the weight room or something, because he almost seems like he has no muscle tone. Mm-mm. Like he has the same muscle tone as Larry Bird. <laughs> he's playing. He's playing the five. Yeah. I mean, I mean, give me that's, a friggin' break. Man. Yeah. That's. I mean, go go friggin' lift some weights, uh, <laughs> grow a pair, and and get nasty down there, because he settles. He settles for a lot of like bad shots. Yeah. He, he had some one legged. Like he did a Kobe tribute in this yeah, last game. <laughs> It was his version of a Kobe tribute. That, that was the most awful. ugly ass, one-legged fadeaway. Yeah, it looked like the um, description of what the first <laughs> seen the Patrick Ewing. Uh, he's a Georgetown coach now. Oh yeah, you yeah, seen I the know. one thing where he's yelling at the kid on. I that. haven't seen that. Before, um, no. Oh, if you see that, um, <laughs> uh, where he's he's yelling at the kid. They mic'd him up in the huddle, and they and he's. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna find it. I uh, will link it out there, maybe on yeah, Twitter. Oh, he so he goes after this kid on the on this team. He's like, he's like, he's yelling at him. He's like, who told you to shoot that? <laughs> he's like, yeah. He, he goes, what was that? He goes, what kind of shot was that? Was that a good shot? <laughs> and kid, you can tell. You know, he's just like, no, coach. And he's he goes, what? Where did you practice that shot? And he. He's like, he goes, and the kid said yes. He goes, oh, really? He goes, yeah. So he's coming back at him like he's like he's challenging his thinking. He's challenging the coach's thinking, which is never. A good no, that's not a good don't, idea. Don't, don't say it. Yeah, and, and then he goes, he goes. When did when have you shot? When did you when did you do you get the practice early? He's like he's like he's just in the mic'd up. And he's oh, like man. he goes because that was a some ugly one legged fadeaway. And that is not that is. I never saw you practice that. Like that, he goes, that is not a good shot. He, it's funny if you find that uh, is really good. Hopefully they didn't like scrub it off because he was like you know being hard on a kid, being honest in front of his teammates and kid. I would hope not because yeah. you know that's something that, that yeah that would be something that that you would actually want to see. So yeah, it's, it's it's funny if I find that I'll put that out there. But yeah. Shooting that one-legged, yeah, which that was an awful shot. I God, that was, that was cringeworthy, and he did it because um, 
Liddell shot the <laughs> shot the exact same He's, shot the, on the on the prior previous possession. Yeah, and somewhere in his brain, Caleb thinks that that looked cool. And EJ Liddell had a much he's a different size a little bit different size player a yeah. little bit more athletic player absolutely and is, yeah. he made that look he, that was a good looking shot it was him. yeah and Caleb's looked like ass yeah <laughs> it was awful that's what they used to call back in the day they used to call that that shot was booty yeah <laughs> Yeah. Did you ever hear that? Oh yeah, man. Yeah, that shot was booty. Yeah, I used to hear that all all the time in seventh and eighth grade. (laughs) The a basketball team there at uh, Norton Middle School, man. Yeah, there's like some shit you see in like the forty and over rec. Oh god, yeah. All those older guys guys get together at a church with with um, uh, knee braces. Just their arch supports in yeah, and everything yeah, out there going up and down the court, bringing a, a massager <laughs> like when they're when, when it's not their turn to play. <laughs> they're sitting on sitting on the bench, get, getting themselves all worked out for the next time that they have to go in there and run up and down the court. Yeah, yeah those, you know what is really fun, funny though is that a lot of those guys are, were actually really good ball players whenever they were. You know, a younger guys, and it's yeah. sometimes fun to watch them go in there and school some of the younger kids because they use strictly fundamentals, mm-hmm. and uh, most kids don't use mm-hmm. you know fundamentals. And it's it's really fun sometimes to just go in there and see those older guys just like just outwork them. Yeah, last time I, I was it was not I don't it was the last year, but the year before. Yeah, I would go over to uh, there's a church that had open men's league okay open pickup and right yeah there was an older guy there dude yeah. he he had to be 50 I mean, he was in really good shape but yeah. yeah he was he was top three out of 20 guys on the show <laughs> <up there>. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's all about fundamentals man yeah yeah he was very solid yeah yeah um so yeah like it seems like yeah the inconsistent shooting and just you're just getting like some of the effort was really inconsistent um, down low. I mean, Kyle Young's been pretty consistent with the effort, it seems like, but his game is kind of his game. Yeah. I mean, he's just going to he's gonna play D, mm-hmm. you know. He's going to get, get easy boards. buckets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's not going to – he's kind of like a – well, I wouldn't even give him this much credit uh, for being – for like Australian. That's kind of going with the, another like uh, – White post player. Oh. <laughs> that was kind of. It was like he's kind of like a Joe Klein. Oh my god! <laughs> but Joe Klein would spot up outside yeah, a little but, bit sometimes, but he would have a mid range. I don't think uh, Kyle's even has a mid range. No, I. Um, and, and one comparison that you could make, but just like you said, he didn't have the same shot as. Um, uh, shoot! Now the name escapes me. Uh, Lighty. Lighty. Yeah. David Lighty was sort of like a glue guy where he would do all that same stuff that that you know that Kyle Young does but David Lighty could actually sh- he yeah, could actually shoot a 3 yeah so yeah. his I, natural position was two guard right 3 maybe yeah but he was always down he was always there you know he would get the tough boards he would get the really mm-hmm. he would get the really hard you know the yeah. the really hard Baskets, but uh, but he could also step out and shoot, and Kyle yeah. Young can't. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Kyle Kyle's game has been consistent. Um, so yeah, one thing I always notice about this team, and it, you know, 
You realize it's kind of a weird dynamic because you have a graduate transfer at point guard. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of guys, if you listen to a lot of the analysts going back years, whether it's Digger Phelps or uh, is he still around, Digger? I don't know. I, anyway, I, yeah, I, I liked know. him. I liked Digger. Yeah, Phelps. I mean, he was kind of fun. And um, if you want to talk about you know Vital or a lot of these guys, they say when it comes to tournament time, you got to have a point guard. Mm-hmm. In college basketball, yeah, you gotta have a solid point guard. Absolutely, just a straw that stirs a drink. You know, yeah. you gotta have a guy that's gonna handle the ball and not turn it over. Yeah. And this team is kind of like they kind of. It's almost like they have a. It's almost like they have a graduate transfer that is kind of. He's kind of up and down. PJ Walker or is it CJ? CJ Walker. CJ Walker. Yeah. PJ. It, well, you know what is really hard is it's really hard because we have a CJ. We have an oh. EJ and we have a DJ. Well, we yeah, did have a, you know. Yeah. So. So, yeah, number 13. So he's like, um, I think he wants to be a distributor and everything, but it's kind of like, it's kind of like he, he's, but he's only, he's six foot one. Um, he doesn't even look that no. court. I think that's probably like a. He looks really small. They gave him a couple, couple inches on that listing in the program. Yeah. But. <laughs> But it's like it's like they have two quarterbacks and you don't really have one mm-hmm. sort of Which thing. Is, yeah, it's like you got it, like it's the guy who's running, calling the offensive set down the court changes. Like it seems like it changes too much. It does. Yeah, it's it like absolutely okay, does. This time it's Luther bringing yeah. it up. This time it's CJ. So this time it's DJ. Yeah. Sometimes it's like it's like sometimes it's Andre. Yeah. It's like okay, you just like, and and you really have to have that true consistency that everybody knows C.J. Walker is going to be bringing it up the court mm-hmm. and he is going to be calling out the plays and, and he will actually determine where the ball goes to you know to actually start that you know set and they just don't have that because you're absolutely right you just never know who is going to be bringing that ball up the court yeah um, I mean DJ Carton who just took a leap of absence for yeah. mental health reasons he He's eventually going to be like the, the absolutely stud, the stud point guard. Yeah, um, but you know it's it's hard for a true freshman to run the point. It's kind of like a yeah. true freshman quarterback in a way. Yeah, you just don't you really know. see it that often. Yeah, you don't see a lot of true freshmen, really good true freshman point mm-hmm. guards. The guys yeah. that always leave early. Let's see, um, well, who was the kid from Duke not too long ago? Not a Zion, but they had another um, Barrett or no um, crap. Oh, it's so hard to keep up with all the Dukes players because they always have so many of them that always come out of that program. Um, I can't think of it off the top. Yeah, he uh, was a point guard. I know you're talking about. Yeah, it, it was in the last three or four years. Was he a freshman? Was yeah, he was. was. A, yeah, he was a Gosh. true freshman. But yeah, he played point guard. Um, oh my God, I'm thinking. Jeez, um, played for the Cavs. Now he's playing for oh Boston. Oh. Um. Uh, Irving? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were, I didn't think you were going back that far. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was the Kyrie. most recent one that I could really think of off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I don't, in a way, they, they won. So, DJ Carton left before this Indiana game. Yeah. And Indiana was kind of in the same boat as Ohio State mm-hmm. with their record. Yeah. Indiana's now fifteen and seven. They were fifteen and six going into that game, and um, and uh, so DJ took his leave of absence, and maybe that's something that 
yeah, in a way, it kind of like will unite the team. It could because get guys I, to step up. I don't think he actually specified on you know when or even if he was going to be back this year. Yeah, it's just like when you leave for you know mental health reasons, like you don't know yeah what's going to give you the reason to. It tells you that you're ready to come back. You don't know what it is. I mean, yeah, and and you know, we don't want him to actually rush back. I mean, you know, you want him to actually get well and you know do what he needs to do to actually get himself right. So, yeah, um, it's hard for you know true freshmen. Freshmen just going to school is it's a lot. Yeah, I it's think it's a lot to uh, it's a lot to handle. Yeah, I think sometimes people forget what a how overwhelming that can really be. I mean, you go from being a star athlete as a senior with pretty much your schedule is fairly, you know, it's, I don't want to say soft, but Mm -hmm. I mean, when you get into college, now you're talking about being the point guard at a major university in addition to all the classes that, you know, that you have to take, getting readjusted to a whole new city. I mean, you know, it's, it's really overwhelming. Yeah, he's from Iowa mm-hmm. and uh, Davenport, Iowa. So um, here, not that this is like, you know, Columbus is the big city, but I'm sure it's probably a little bit different than Davenport, than Davenport Iowa. Iowa. Yeah, and um, and and you know, the, the, the Ohio State gives these guys support people around them, but still, it's just so much going on. A lot Absolutely. of coordination, and then you know, you're going out. You, the, I'm sure that you know. When you're a true freshman getting used to like going out of town for games, these road games. I mean, some of these freshmen just kind of, and then they got to try to keep up with with their schoolwork in between in between games. Yeah, it's just like it's just kind of like it can just be overwhelming um, in a lot of different ways. So I mean, he he left right after going to um, let's see. Was that game? It was Northwestern. Two games game. ago, yeah. Was it the Northwestern game? I believe was his so. last game? Yeah. Which is funny because he had a good game. Mm-hmm. He had 12 in the second half. He scored. He's actually, I mean, that was that was a game where Caleb only had 11 points somehow. Yeah. He shot yeah. 5 of 10. He like, it was kind of a weird. And he was in foul trouble. It's like, you got in foul trouble against Northwestern? Yeah. You Northwestern's should, guys were like... You should you should never get into foul trouble against Northwestern. That's yeah. that, that's just silly. And C.J. Walker, Walker scored three points. He only shot the ball like four times. Yeah, he's he's he doesn't want to shoot that often. You just don't see him do it. And I don't know if that's something that that he just does himself or if that's something that coach has said he just doesn't want him to shoot um we, we just don't know but um i i personally would like to see him shoot a little bit more um mm-hmm. at least get you know five or six shots each game you know um but he just doesn't do it that often yeah yeah um <clears throat> so yeah cj needs to step up now and um really run that point guard trying to own that point guard spot um, Justin Aaron's number ten, Arns, lefty Arns, yeah, Aaron's, Aaron's. It kind of looks like Aaron's, yeah, it's Arns, and he is stepping up here lately. He is shooting uh, lights out from three, shooting forty mm-hmm. percent overall now. Yeah, um, lately it's probably like eighty <laughs> percent from three. <laughs> He's been on fire lately. here the last couple of games. So, um, so yeah, lately, let's see, he sco- he at sixty percent, eighty percent. Penn State, he didn't even. 
take a shot. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. So here, past couple games, he's 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 hitting hitting threes, eleven and twelve points off the bench, which is anytime you can get double digits off the bench. Absolutely it's huge. Yeah. So we'll see what that keeps up. We saw the lo- I don't know if you saw that clip of the locker room after the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. They look like they're it. trying to unite. And, Get yeah, some energy back going. See if they can make a run here in February. Yeah, which I would really like to see him make that run. Um, I don't know what the schedule's like. I know that we haven't played Sparty yet. I don't think. Um, yeah, the um, we got to play Sparty still. We still got to play. Time. Yeah, so we got to play. Michigan is up next on uh, Tuesday night. Okay. Tuesday night at Michigan. Then you go at Wisconsin. Um, a week from today. Yeah. On CBS. Michigan games on ESPN two, seven o'clock Tuesday night, and then we got um, home against Rutgers, who is not now no longer against yeah. our pushover. <laughs> uh, home against Purdue. Um, they got on a tough man. Saturday the fifteenth, we got at Iowa on the twentieth. Um, home versus Maryland, the twenty third. At Nebraska the twenty seventh. Oh, there's the one win. <laughs> uh, home against Michigan on March 1st it's a 4pm on CBS uh, home against Illinois March 5th and end of the season at Michigan State at East Lansing on March 8th it seems like every season we close against Michigan State I don't know if that's true or not it seems like them or Wisconsin yeah we always close it Gets yeah. one of those teams. So, yeah, they definitely don't have a easy stretch here coming up. They yeah. have some really tough games here that we're going to have to try to pull out because we're what now? 14 and 7? 14 and 7. Um, uh, 14 and 7. Um, yeah, so, yeah, you're going to look at the Big Ten tournaments. Probably going to start on March 12th, uh, Thursday, March 12th. That's probably going to be the first day of the Big Ten tournament, yeah. meaning that the next Thursday will be March 19th, will be the start of the. Uh, NCAA tournament. Yeah, NCAA yeah. tournament. So you got to figure twenty wins almost probably guarantees you a spot in the tournament most times. Um, could we get twenty wins out of that schedule? Do you think? From How many here games on out? we got left? We got four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We got ten left. So you can count Nebraska as a win. You would think. You could count 15. them as a win. So that's 15. So could we get five out of what's left? I think we probably could. Yeah. You, you, yeah. So Michigan's not. They're unranked. Yeah. Um, we got them twice. You think you should be able to split. Yeah. You can split them. So there's 16. Um, at Wisconsin. I don't know. A week it's, from today. Yeah. I mean, they beat us here. and But they're not that no, they're not that good. No, this year. they're not that good. So, um, I, I mean, but you see, home, they're much better at home than they, they are always home. are. Yeah. So how many home games have we got? Home Illinois, home Michigan, uh, home Maryland. Oh, I don't know about Maryland. Home. I don't know if we're going to beat uh, them at home. Home Purdue. Let's say that. Yeah. Home. We'll yeah. Get that one. So there's 17. Yeah. Home Rutgers. Let's say we get that. Sure. Yeah. 18. Rest of them are dicey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't know, man. Rest of them are dicey. So, yeah, it's uh, home it's, Illinois. But, uh, I don't know about it's Illinois. It's in March, though. It's in March. Yeah. So to so see, let's see what it may of, take. See what they can then get identity back. Let's yeah, see, I mean, see if Caleb can 
really mm-hmm. do what 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 we've been dying for him to do all year, which is be a physical presence down in the block, man. Yeah, him, him averaging thirteen point nine is kind of like that's kind of weak, man. Yeah, I, you would expect him to at least average seventeen, eighteen points a game. That, that's where you would want him to. That's that's really where I would want him to actually be. Is at seventeen, eighteen points per per game. Yeah. I mean, and, and Dwayne. Washington, Luther Muhammad, please, if you listen, which you don't, but please <laughs> step inside the arc and play that mid-range game. It's so much easier to score from from there. Yeah, um, yeah, just, I mean, we're better off you know, driving to the basket. Yeah, and drive off. to the hole, man. Yeah, um, and then, you know, and then, you know, you drive to the hole and make them respect the, 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 Make him respect the paint more. Then you got more room. Then you got more room to, to shoot that three. Yeah, so. you know, or drive and you know dish to Arns or somebody else who actually can shoot the three consistently. You know, yeah, it, it's just that there's so many opportunities that we are not taking advantage of as a basketball team to where. And I'm not saying that we could be you know 21 and 0 right now i'm just saying that we shouldn't have seven losses there's no reason for for this team to have seven losses at this point in the season there's just not yeah um see i'm looking at that kid from iowa he's a center he's six he's six eleven two sixty luke garza yeah and i was like looking at his stats i think he does he step out and shoot threes? I guess he must. You know, I see some. He must. Be. I've seen a couple Iowa yeah. games where I've seen him shoot. I don't know if it was threes, but I've seen him step outside of the paint and shoot. So yeah, he does. He does step out there and hit him. But his overall field goal percentage is fifty five percent. If you go look at, um, I bet you we we'll take a guess. We'll just take a guess before we look. What's Caleb Wesson's field goal percentage? Field goal percentage. Oh man, I would put him at. Probably, I would go to 51%. Oh, my God. What is it? 45%. Oh, my God. For a center? No, that's that's <laughs> atrocious. <laughs> to be for a, a center. 45%. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, good luck getting drafted. That is atrocious, man. Yeah. 45%. Center, center, center should always be over. Because you you shouldn't be shooting from the outside. No, but... And, you but should be you he down chucks low. up so many threes during a game. Yeah, for, yeah, you should be in the block. Yeah. In the paint. In the paint. 45%. I thought I was being... Two years ago. Two years ago, he was... Um, two seasons ago, he was at 56. It, last year, 50. Now, 45. He has lost all that weight, and all of a sudden, he thinks that he is a... You know, he's a... Three guard or Caleb, something. Caleb Curry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he thinks he is. He's a slasher. He's just got all these. He's got handles for oh, days. Oh, God. <laughs> he, 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 there's no reason for him to be at 45%. Yeah. That's it's, awful. It's terrible. Yeah. I thought I was being a little bit generous at 51, but, I mean, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, if you want to look at a guy... Comparison size wise, look at remember Terrence Dials. Oh yeah, I remember Terrence. Yeah, Terrence Dials. Let's see what his he was fifty six percent for yeah. his career. Uh, Twelve points a game. You know he he wasn't but, he wasn't like the main guy. No, and but. and he didn't have the same offensive game as you know as Wesson does. So. Um, 
he was more of a cleanup guy. He would get, you know, he would get some, um, he would get putbacks, you know, he would get some easy shots. He never stepped outside and tried to shoot. He was, he no, was. No, not at all. No. I mean, he, he knew, he knew who he was and that's fine. Caleb Wesson doesn't know who he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are those are the game. Those are the uh, uh, seasons they had. Uh, Brian Brown, Brent Darby, yeah, Boban Savovich, Boban, Boban, Boban Savovich. He was yeah. a great shooter. Brent Darby, I don't think he played with him that. I guess Brent Darby was probably toward the beginning of West or West uh, Terrence Ooh. Styles' career. But, yeah, but. Um, See who we had we had on that team oh five oh six that was a Thad team that would have and, been uh, uh, oh it's Ron Lewis JJ Solinger yeah I was gonna yeah. say that was probably JJ Solinger and yeah. uh, Dials and Solinger were the same yeah JJ yeah. Solinger like oh, DJ, or two JJ I'm thinking of uh, Jared that was JJ the swing man yeah uh, wing wing player JJ was that um, before Diebler I can't remember if he played on those teams um, no that, that was um. Um, so we had uh, Sylvester, Matt Sylvester. Matt Sylvester, yeah. Yep. And then uh, Big Jaquel, 40. Jaquel Foster. Jaquel Foster. Wow, there's a name. Ron yeah. Lewis, J.J. Sullivan, Jamar yeah. Butler. He was a sophomore. Yeah. Um, so for those who are actually listening, if you want to hear some of the greatest basketball calls in your life, go back and look <laughs> up on YouTube the Ohio State Xavier game in the NCAA tournament. Uh, Gus Johnson, who I wish he would call basketball games. I, well, he actually still might, but he. Yeah. yeah okay. He's yeah. on Fox. Oh, okay. Yeah. He has some of the greatest calls from that game, where because Ron Lewis just went nuts in that in that second half and brought us back against Xavier, and that's that's one of some of the greatest calls by Gus Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. Rising fire, yeah. Butler from the parking lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Jared Sullinger, he was always over fifty percent. He started yeah. to work on an outside game, and, and he had a fairly respectable NBA run too. Mm-hmm. You know, he played for the Celtics and someone else. I can't remember who. Yeah, he he always had a problem with his uh, weight, trying to control his weight so. and his uh, back too. I mean, he had a lot of back. Pro- problems but mm-hmm. um, I mean but he had a he had a fairly decent run you know he had a good run playing in the NBA so yeah um, trying to look at some other seasons with comparable big men so like uh, a few years ago um, sort of thinking other guys so, yeah I can't yeah, think of really any other ones me. really off the top of my head I mean big men. when when I think of actual big men I have to go back for you know I have to go back a lot far, farther and think of guys like um, uh, shoot, I had the name and then it just left my head. Um, but um, guys who played with like Gent and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Um, it's like Ken Johnson. Yeah, Ken Johnson. Well, do you know who? Okay, so can we both? Uh, here is a name. One of the most frustrating big men in the history of Ohio State has got to be Amir Williams. Yeah. My God, that guy was yeah. so had so much potential and was absolutely awful. Amir Williams. <laughs> He was what seven foot or close to it. Yeah, he was close to seven feet tall. Yeah, he was up there. Um, let's see, ninety. Who am I thinking of that played with Gent? That was all like. Uh, <sighs> um, he was a big man, played in the post. My dad, George. Uh, 
No, it no. My dad used to call him Stone Hands because he couldn't catch oh, the ball. Oh yeah, I'll find him here in a second. Let's see. Right Down here. the post. Let's yeah, would have been one ninety two. Ninety one ninety two. Let's go. Ninety one ninety two. There's Lawrence Funderburk. Yeah, that Bill yeah. Robinson. He was horrible. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Who am I thinking of that my dad used to call Stone Hands? And he and he he was absolutely right because the guy couldn't catch the ball down the post. Let's go ninety ninety one. Perry Carter. Perry Carter. That's exactly who it was. The dude was built though. Yeah, he was. I mean, he was serviceable. I mean, like his senior year, he had twelve and eight. Yeah, average twelve and eight. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, they t- uh, Perry Carter and Treg Lee. Treg Lee and Perry Carter. There, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Perry yeah. Carter and Tregley. Man, those are some names from the past. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a good good squad. Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's see. They had, uh, yeah. Yeah, them losing to the Michigan that, in that Elite Eight game. Yeah. Gosh, that was a heartbreaker. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so they did lose to Michigan of all teams. I know. And, man, that was, what, 91 or 92? Was that the 92 season? 91-92? I think so. Uh, Which would have made us about, what, 14 years old? Yeah, let's see. 91-92. Let's see. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Let's see. They lost 75-71 to in overtime. Yeah, that was heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. 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 Jeez. So, all right. So if we're going to circle back to the current team, what what do so let's get I'm going to ask you what are your thoughts on what they need to do to get this thing straightened out and win 20 games. Um yeah, I just think they need to uh, my opinion, I think um Caleb needs to start playing like a grown man down there and uh down on the block and uh be more assertive. And uh, keep his game more on the block, unless he gets, you know, more pick and pops where he's wide open. Yeah, I would be fine with those. Yeah, but he's kind of like he's he's venturing out there off of nothing. Mm-hmm. And uh, and C.J. Walker needs to start becoming a true point guard where he's where he's a distributor, kicking, you know, drive and kick and and. Um, uh, and, they, and if we get it on the wing, we need to be able to see if we can get it in the paint. Yeah. And maybe draw, get Caleb open that way, or Kyle Young, dump offs and yeah. stuff like that. Start, you know, getting in the paint more because I don't see it happening. No. And I think you're absolutely right. And the only thing that I would add to it is I think that we need to get Arns back into a regular rotation. I don't know how many minutes he gets, but I know it's not as He only got many. 14 this past game. Yeah. So, I mean, he needs to be at least a. Probably twenty minutes per game, and you start calling him the microwave. Yeah. <laughs> Vinny Johnson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he sends an offense, baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would put Arns into a, a to a regular rotation, and um, I don't think that does do does Washington and Mohammed both start. Or does uh, one of them come off the bench? Like right now, Muhammad's starting Washington off the bench. Okay, that that was going to be what I would say is to yeah. actually you know I rotate those guys in and out. But so yeah, the um, starters for this past game were uh, let's see, um, starters were Walker at the point, uh, Muhammad at the two, 
Okay. Andre Wesson at the three, uh, Kyle Young and Caleb Wesson. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I just think, you know, well, we need to get sure. Arns in more. And Andre Wesson needs to be more of a, I, I don't necessarily want to say a, a um, distributor, but Andre Wesson needs to get other people involved more than what he does. Because when he gets hot, he's really, really good, and people are gonna just start to gravitate towards him on, you know, on, on a defense. So, yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, Kyle Young started, but he only played 16 minutes. Hmm. I'm not odd. sure if that was due to foul trouble or what could have been there, but, um, but yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they won 68 to 59. The, from what I heard on the radio, Indiana was a lot of self-inflicted. I did hear some. I was listening to it on the radio uh, yesterday, and um, it seemed like Indiana, from what Paul Keels and uh, Ronnie Stokes, Ronnie Stokes, yeah, I think it was Ron. Yeah, with names this this episode, <laughs> <laughs> forgetting names. I know um, it's awful. So uh, they they were saying that Indiana was missing a lot. Opportunities. They were kind of shooting themselves in the foot in the first half. That's how they got down by 15. So I don't know. Yeah, I didn't watch the game because I was at um, because I was at work, so I didn't get a chance to watch yeah. it. So, so, um, so we'll see next game. We'll see. I mean, how they come out on Tuesday um, against Michigan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you would almost, you know, you really hate to use the term "must win," but I mean, you really don't want to start. Another losing streak. You you would like to at least win two or three games straight. They got two road games in a row here, and then they got two home games. So I mean, we got to. If we could split one of these next two games, I would be okay. If if we could split one of them, you know? I mean, they're teams that you should beat. Right? Yeah. I mean, they, there's nobody. Neither of these teams are are ranked or on. You know, are world beaters right now. No. So, um, for a team that was number two in the country at one point. I mean, let's get it together. Yeah, I mean, sack up and start start showing that again. Because yeah. yeah, I mean, you beat Villanova. You yeah. were doing something there. You that, beat Kentucky. Yeah. I mean, you know, you won big games. You know, mm-hmm. and then against West Virginia, it just all started to fall apart. So yeah, I, don't, I mean, if it's a little bit of like the effort on defense, I know Holtman had said that at some point. Yeah, he said he, that a couple yeah. times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, they need to. You know, amp it up on defense a little bit more. But these last two, two in a row now. Yeah. You, so, so if you've got two on the road and then and then two at home, you really want to get three out of these next four at you know at least. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, I would be okay with that. So, because that would almost guarantee you a spot in the tournament if you can win three out of these next four, because that'll put you up to what seventeen wins. Yeah. So I yeah. mean. So I can't believe we went an hour and ten. Oh, geez, I didn't know we were talking <laughs> for that long. Okay. Yeah. So. Alrighty. Well, uh, that'll do it. And let's see next next episode. I think we'll um, see what we're see what they got two games this week. By the time, well, maybe we can we can maybe we can delay the podcast start next Sunday. Yeah. Because they have a, they play next Sunday at one. Well, we, so, so we can watch the game and then we'll yeah, and then we'll it might be pretty good yeah that'd be a good one. <laughs> it might make for a really interesting <laughs> one <laughs> what the hell fresh off of the game oh, oh man, man that might not be but hey no that's that's great <laughs> yeah so um, 
So, yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, yeah, give us a follow on Twitter, at Beyond Buckeyes. Uh, subscribe to us where you get podcasts. It'll be everywhere. Uh, and, yeah, just keep keep following us. Uh, hang in there with us, and we will give you some uh, good good driving content to listen to. And, yeah. And then uh, we'll be all geared up. We should have really good shows by the time football season starts. But we'll uh, keep you up to keep you up to uh, speed with basketball and recruiting. Absolutely, and yeah. Coaching changes, yeah. Anything newsworthy going on in uh, college football and basketball. All right. So, um, all right, guys. All right. So that's it. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks.